what's happening. All right, guys, uh, welcome back to the Inside the Coach's Brain podcast. I'm joined by Kent as normal. Say hi, Kent. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Great. I feel like it's been a minute since we've done one of these. Since we've like done the talking podcast, it's been about three weeks, maybe a month. Yeah, because I think the last one was we were talking about Father's Day at the beginning, and oh, yeah. people, people were commenting on it. And then, <laughs> you know, it's always funny because these things air, right? We finally, right. you know, we get we get a few of them locked yeah. and loaded, and by the time we actually push them out, it's like it's been, you know, in, in a perfect world, three weeks, four weeks, or something yeah. like that. And then people start like asking questions or saying random things about it, and we're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> I know, I think Trisha made a comment to me today about it, and I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, didn't we just talk about that? She's like, yeah, I'm actually talking to you about the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot. It was so long ago. Did that forever ago. And then yeah. we had Nate fact-checking today, and yeah. thanks, Nate. At least we know we have one listener, or two listeners, note you, to, and you and Trisha. Note to self, these are not live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. The uh, next, or we, I think we've taken a, depending on when this airs, There's you should have already seen a... A video version of this we got coming out, so look forward to that. Or you actually, by the time you hear this, you'll have already seen that. So hopefully, if you, if you hadn't seen it, go back and look at it. Stop where you're at immediately and go watch that one first. Push, pa- push pause, go back, listen to it, um, guys. As always, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow, share, share. I think it's sharing is a big one too. I guess what depends on what uh, format you're listening. I always listen to it on Spotify, so I can't comment or any of that stuff. Okay. So I do apologize. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think you can subscribe. I think I listen to it on iTunes. Yeah. I'm subscribed on Spotify or I follow. Okay. But that's, I think, literally all you can do. I mean, I, Just, you can repost. Yeah. I think the repost on Spotify is easier because you can't repost from uh, iTunes, I don't think. Okay. Um, we do have one pressing concern for the podcast. I think this is whatever episode this is going to be, but we do have one pressing thing we need to look at moving forward. And we might need some help from the audience mm-hmm. on this, all five of you. Um, that's fine. We need a new, we need a new intro song. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. This one's a little, uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to, um, MDV, but I actually really like his intro. Can we steal it? I don't see why not. Can we have like an intro, like voiceover? I don't think he had like, it's not copyrighted. It's, it's like, it's almost kind of like elevator music, but like something you would hear kind of like in a barbershop type feel. Okay. It feels just kind of classy. It's kind of yeah. like it. You we can get like some, some, some music playing and then we get like the deep voiceover coming after it. You're like this week on Inside the Coach's Brian podcast. Somehow it'd be Australian. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> anyone out there who's very tech savvy, if you want to make us an intro. Yeah. If somebody could rip us a, you know, five second intro, 10 second intro, eh, 10 seconds too long. Probably a little five second intro music. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be money. Yeah, you wouldn't have to hit the little funk button we'd, there three we'd, times. We'd smash that like <laughs> button. <laughs> we had some intro. We had some intro music technical difficulties today getting rolling here, but you won't. You won't be a part of that. You, no. I'll, I'll cut all that right out. Your ears the will beauty, thank you. The beauty of post. Um, very cool. So, a little behind the scenes here. We typically shoot these on what's the day? Friday. Friday. On be- Friday. Before we go to Swells. Before, before we hit the brewery. Yep. We were just talking about maybe we should just take this <laughs> just straight over to the brewery and just do it there. I mean, one day we should. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. There'd be a lot of ambient background noise, but. I do worry, too, that like while drinking beer with the microphone, it could get a little distorted. Yeah. Um, I actually listened to, I think it was a Wadcast podcast, and the three guys, I guess they were like, yeah, we're cooking steaks, we're eating steak, da-da-da-da. 
and it was like the most disgusting thing you would ever heard. <laughs> all you, you hear, just, all you hear him just chewing just the whole time, chewing and smacking, and it was. <laughs> I lasted like five minutes. Like I can't listen to this. You're like what are is god awful? So why yeah, did you don't guys, ever do that? Why did you guys air this? We will never eat while we're talking to you guys. Well, never's a never's a strong never's word. a strong word, but you know. Okay, I'll do my best. Do your best. All right. So today is Friday. Um, we were actually just getting into a conversation about a couple things. We decided to turn the headphones on and turn the turn the mics on and get this yeah put shit, it, the shit put the can in right. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going back and forth with Kent. You know, we talk about this this sort of stuff a lot. Is uh, programming right? So you come into the gym, the workout you're doing that day, we would call that programming and. You know, you can break programming down into one day at a time. You can break it down into a week. You know, you can start getting into macro and meso cycles. You can get, you know, really deep into it. You can program five years out, one year out, five minutes out. You know, it all depends on what the goal is. Right. Right. So kind of what I wanted to talk a little bit about today and kind of where we're going down is kind of the intention of programming. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. as a coach or programmer, when you're putting together a program for either an individual or a group, you know, like a CrossFit class, what, what's the intention? What are, what's, what's the goal behind that? Where, where's the thought process of the programmer when they're putting it together? Right. And I mean, I guess you can kind of go by CrossFit's, you know, terminology of, you know, highly functional, varied intensity, all that good stuff. Um, I'll probably just butcher that, but look it up, somebody. It's there. Um, but normally con, we'll... Con, that's going to be constantly varied there it is. movements. <laughs> when, when I go back to renew my... my constantly varied functional yeah. movements performed at high intensity across <laughs> broad times and modal domains. Yeah. So you just took your level two recently. So it's, <laughs> it's fresh. When I go back, I'll just... I'll refresh, obviously. <laughs> Literally. It's like the only thing you have to know. <laughs> but what we do here normally at Jack's Beach, and you can... I think if you, you know, look at it... From the bird's eye view, you can kind of see that we have an almost like a system to our how our week's laid out. Usually Monday, we start with some type of squat. You know, we're front squatting, we're back squatting. Um, I would love to be overhead squatting, but that's neither here nor there. Why do, why do we typically start with squats on a Monday? Well, I just think it just sets the tone for the week. Um, at first, it gets us under a heavy load. Um, we're building strength. And obviously, the stronger you are, the more easier it's going to make everything else. You know, it's just going to build that capacity. Um, it's going to make you moving a lightweight much more, you know, efficient. Um, so usually Monday, coming in fresh from the weekend, hopefully you were diligent about rest, recovery, fueling your body. You're ready to hit it hard, hit some good strength on Monday, get some volume in. And from there, then usually we'll kind of look at also the volume that we're handling as well. So if it's a very, you know, heavy volume strength day on the squat, then obviously the workout probably wouldn't be as much volume in that squatting pattern. It would be more volume in another type of movement. Um, whereas, you know, flip of the coin, let's say you're building up to a very low rep. So obviously your volume is probably not that high. So then in the workout, you'll probably have a higher volume squat movement or that kind of movement pattern. Um, and then that'll also kind of set up basically the rest of the week, how we're going to, you know, program that. So usually the next day, you're going to see some upper body movements, maybe like a um, vertical push pull or a horizontal push pull, maybe some core thrown in there as well. And then we're going to put in something maybe a little explosive or a gymnastic movement. So like running, box jumps, um, like toes to bar. But we're also going to put in something that's similar to what we did during the strength movement. Whereas if you're doing bench press, 
you know, maybe we're going to put some push-ups in or some floor press, or if we did strict overhead in the strength or we did push jerk, push press, then we're probably going to see some shoulder to overhead in the workout as well. And maybe even like balance out that overhead press with the pull down. So pull-ups, um, inverted rows, kind of stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, just building on that over the course of the week with also taking like volume into consideration. So if we did like a ton of pull-ups on Tuesday, then obviously we're not going to put a ton of pull-ups in that workout the next day or Thursday or possibly even Friday. Maybe you not won't even see that in, again until like Saturday. And again, that just depends on the amount of volume um, okay. from that let's, workout. Let's define volume. What is volume? Well, that's just how many reps you're doing in a workout, but it also could be the weight. So okay. well, how do we, so digging, so, digging in on that a little here and going to, okay prod the bear a little bit, but so digging in a little bit on that, you know, we talk about volume, we talk about how many reps you're getting in, maybe either in a strength portion or a workout portion. Mm-hmm. I know in CrossFit, we do a lot of stuff for time. We do a lot of stuff. We do AMRAPs as many rounds as possible. Right. So say we're doing a 15 minute AMRAP and there's pull-ups in that AMRAP and every round is 10 pull-ups. Mm-hmm. How do we know how much volume is getting in? Are they doing one round or are they doing 15 rounds? Right. And that's when I'll kind of look at it based on an average, an average of how long a round should take someone. So like, it's like when you look at the 400 meter run, normally I'll allot about two minutes for someone to do that, you know, 400 meter run. If we're doing 15 pull-ups for the majority of people, it may take them about 45 seconds. The faster people who are doing 15 unbroken, obviously they're like 20, 30 seconds. Um, but I'm going in that kind of average area. I'm not looking at the fastest person. I'm not necessarily looking at the slowest person. And so trying to basing how many rounds. Why are you picking on the slowest people? I'm not. I said I'm not picking the fastest or the slowest. Oh, you're not picking on them? No, I'm picking the average. I'm picking picking the average. I thought we were picking on them. (laughs) No. I was like, man, that's harsh. No. And so that way, I'm I'm trying to determine what is the average score going to be for this workout. And then I'm going to base it on that because not to pick on the slow person again, but most likely they're kind of, probably scale that movement down. So maybe they're not doing pull-ups every single round. Maybe the first couple rounds, they did pull-ups, and then they scaled down to maybe banded pull-ups, or they scaled down to ring rows. And so they're probably not getting as many pull-ups as the faster person or the person who was kind of staying within that average time frame. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to base how many rounds, and that will help reflect what the volume they received you know, in that workout. Um, when looking at strength, you could take, for instance, so let's say you did 10 sets of three. Obviously, you would use a heavier weight than you would use for three sets of 10, all right? But you're still doing 30 reps. But the 10 sets of three, the weight you lifted is significantly heavier than what you're doing for three sets of 10. So again, even though you did 30 reps for both series, your volume technically was a lot higher for that 10 sets of three because you lifted a lot more weight. You know, you maybe you were doing two, you know, 75, 30 times versus 135 or 185 for 30 times. You know, um, it's just a a different way to kind of look at volume when you're prescribing that. Okay. I can get, I can get on board with that. So, you know, and I think kind of what you're getting at there is it's, you know, it, there is a big look into different volumes and intensities, right? If we're super mm-hmm. high volume on Monday on squat or intensity, you know, volume being no number of reps, intensity being the weight right. or speed, right? And we're kind of very, you know, kind of going with that. And then that'll play off what we're going to do, you know, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so on and so forth. Um, I know what I always like to do is look at everything in big blocks, mm-hmm. right? So I might right. look at, hey, this is 2021's coming up, right? And start looking towards 2021. And what I would do is I will take maybe that first three months, hey, let's work on 
let's work on getting stronger in the squat, right? Next three months, next quarter, if you will, or three months, let's let's work on pulling strength. So we're going to work on pull-ups. Like pull-ups is going to be kind of the focus. Mm-hmm. All right, the pri- we'll call it, pull-ups would probably be a secondary focus, right? We t- tend to keep our primary focus on the big lifts, right? It's going to be a squat. It's going to be a deadlift. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a squat. Let's let's face it. Well, our, yeah, our big our big our big movers yeah. going to be a squat. It's squat the, deadlift, you know, hinge, squat, squat squat push pull. Squat's going to be the most bang for your buck. Right, right. Lifts, you know, coaching secret. That's why we put them on Monday. Cause right. We know most people show up on Monday, so we know if we can put squats on Monday. The most people all week are going to do squats. Right. Shocker. Right. You know, you we know we know how people behave. We know how you know in theory when people are going to show up to the gym to a degree. We can plan ahead for that a little bit yeah ideally you're starting the week all strong yeah we can, we can plan ahead for that a little bit that's why you, most of the time you're going to see your squat progressions at least as far as we're concerned on monday so we're going to get you in there and then you know hey okay so let's take let's take a three-month block right mm-hmm. kind of talk it out so starts with hey let's work on our front squat during that three-month block that'd be my primary mover. what goes what goes along well with a front squat in a squatting motion that we could do maybe on thursday right Okay, let's call that a power clean, squat clean, mm-hmm. right? So we're getting, if we put a squat clean in on Thursday, we're also still getting volume for our squat and we're working our Olympic movers, right? Working right. through and we're getting front rack time. We're getting all this stuff that's actually also going to help our front squat and it's going to help our squat clean at the same time, right? And we're pulling it from the ground so that's we're getting stronger in our deadlift by not even doing deadlifts, right? And then we might say, hey, let's put that, you know, the, the pushing move in the squat, let's Let's also work a secondary skill of, you know, pull-ups, you know, that might look like pull-ups. It might look like bent over rows. It might look like, you know, straight arm extensions. It could look like a lot of different things working towards getting a pull-up, mm-hmm. right? Or not just getting a pull-up, but getting better pull-ups, kipping drills, you know, and we can sprinkle those in and it might be like, Hey, you might see a strength piece with some pull-ups in it one day. The next day you might see in a workout, you might see some pull-ups at speed. You might see some bent over rows and you might see them two or three times a week. Right. And then kind of once you get those big, big blocks, you know, some people talk about putting your rocks in, right. It's like you fill your glass full of rocks. Right. Right. And then once you have your glass full of rocks, then you start filling it full of it's like gravel, gravel or sand, sand or whatever, yeah. you know, and finally fill it full of water. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit the same thing programming, right. You're looking at it. It's like, okay. And then it's all right. I also have all these other general physical skills I got to put in to make, make up a workout. We can't just be like, man, we're doing this and it'd be pretty boring. It's right. not, you know, go back to the constantly varied functional movement performed at high intensity, right? Across broad times, modal domains it means we're going to do them across different time domains. We're going to do them through different movements, right? Um, kind of spreading it out. So what we want to see there is where, where's the variety, right? And it's, you know, it's random. It's not, or it's varied. It's not random. Like we're, there's very purposely stuff put in these workouts, right? Right. And it's going through. So if we do a ton of pull-ups, we might not be having you jump on a rower necessarily. Right, because a rower is going to pull is pulling motion. Pull-ups are a pulling motion. Right, it's going to work. It's counterintuitive. That being said, if the volume on the pull-ups lower and the volumes on the rowers lower, we might put them together so that they're working against each other in conflict. Yeah. Right, and that's desire. You know, it depends mm-hmm. on depends on what stimulus you're going for in that workout, which is where it gets fun and where it's cool, and you kind of right. can break it down and kind of get into the nuances of what what's going on. You know, down the line. Yeah. You know, and then I tell you, you know. Also, then it's time domain, right? It's like, hey, we went short yesterday. Tomorrow, we're going to go medium. Then we're going to go short again. Then we're going to go long, mm-hmm. right? If every day was a 45-minute slugfest, yeah. everybody would be beat to hell. Right. You know, 
it wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be able to recover. It wouldn't be beneficial. You might yeah. feel like, Hey, I'm getting so much fitness in, but the reality is your body's not getting any time to recover. You're not growing. You're not getting better. You're just beating yourself down. Right. And that's when you get hurt and injuries and everything else. Yeah. And then usually you're just, you're staying within that kind of same intensity. You know, you're not going to push as hard in a longer duration workout than you would in, you know, a 10 minute or under workout. Like you're really going to like kind of get after it. Yeah. The di- yeah you're going to push the envelope a little bit better. The difference in a five minute workout and a 30 minute workout is completely different. Right. Like the, the intensity is just, the intensity piece is just going to be so much different. Like in a five, like Ken said, you're going to be able to like, you know, you're redlining the entire workout. Yeah. Like how bad can you make this suck and stay there and just be awful and just keep yeah. your head down and finish until this is done. Heart rates, you know, through the roof versus 30 minutes. If you went that hard, you'd be done in two minutes. Yeah. And you're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, and it's kind of amazing to see, like, you'll see like the different mindsets. Like some people really enjoy those like short, hard sprint workouts, you know, just kind of give it their all redline it. And then some people like the more kind of paced out, you know, steady, constant effort. Um, I'm more of, I, I kind of like those like long grind workouts, but again, I know that I can't always do them. Um, and I would say the shorter, faster, harder workouts tend to be, for me, um, more challenging. And so it's like, when I see those in the workout, I'll say, all right, I need to do that workout. Right. I know what it's going to feel like. I know it's going to hurt. But I know I need to do that. Right. I need to get out of it. And it's getting out of your comfort zone, too. Yeah. Right? You know, a 30-minute workout, eh, whatever. Like it's, right. I know there's 30 minutes of yeah. time You're there. not hurting as much. No. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. There's recovery in there somewhere. Yeah. Right? It's, you know, it's difference in doing like Murph and doing Fran. Right. I will do Murph every day of the week and twice on Sunday before I line up to do Fran. Yeah. A true Fran, like an all-out Fran. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I can sandbag a Fran. I, mean, I can sandbag I, a Fran. I've sandbagged Fran a, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> a sandbag Fran? Not too bad, yeah. Easy day. Yeah. Nice seven, eight-minute Fran, yeah. you know, have a cup of coffee in the middle of the workout. Easy day. Yeah, I'm it's, pretty sure last time we did Fran, I scaled it to 75 and had a couple conversations in between. Yeah. I did everything unbroken, but I like I did it, you know, talked a little bit. It's forty five reps it. of each. It's yeah. really it's really not <laughs> bad. What the only thing that makes Fran bad is doing it as hard as you can do it. Right. And it take and it does take some, you know, getting getting your fitness level to a point where you can push hard enough to get to that level. And that's where, you know, where we have to take into account programming wise, where it's we have people of all different levels. Right. So how do I how can I make that work out? be just as important and just as effective for somebody who's done it a hundred times and is very familiar with it and knows what's going on, knows mm-hmm. what they're doing and somebody who it's their second day. Right. And you know, they don't necessarily know how to squat that well. They don't know how to do pull-ups. They, you know, wherever and everybody in between and how do we get that? How do we keep that stimulus the same? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's almost like, you know, you take like rich phoning and he's using 95 pounds. And if I use, let's say 65 pounds, you know, I would probably honestly get the same stimulus because I would be then forced to go faster and stay unbroken through that entire workout. Whereas I would argue, you know, I would argue more like thirty-five pounds. Thirty-five pounds? You think so? Yeah. I feel like I could do it at sixty-five. What he could do in ninety-five? You don't Man, think so? I don't think so. All right, we'll challenge it. Challenge it. We get Rich running by the gym, and he could, you know, show us. I mean, obviously it will be faster, but I'm just saying it would be, you know, closer than me obviously doing 95, like 95 for me is a bit of a grind, right? You know? Yeah. And these, you know, and these guys, and they've also, you know, they're good at, they're good at working out at the end of the day. They're not just strong. They're not just in shape. Yeah. They're also really good at working out and they've figured out how to best accommodate, you know, their training and their body and their whatever to, to work out for time essentially. Well, I think the, 
what's most impressive with him is when he did that one workout and he was a they showed like his whoop thing like his heart rate and whatever and i mean his heart rate i don't think went above like 140 or something and it was thrusters it was chest to bar it was that last like open workout Mm -hmm. yeah he said he stayed at a pretty comfortable heart rate the entire workout like his heart rate literally came down while he was doing chest to bar pull-ups yeah and it's like who who does that right you know like i'm literally like for me that was the toughest part of the workout those yeah. chest bar pull-ups. And he's just cruising. Yeah, he's just cruising. Like, he's getting stronger doing those. Yeah. So, I mean, it's super impressive. Kind of ridiculous, to be honest. It is. But, you know, that's what makes them Well, yeah, exactly. Pro-athletes. That's why they, they are who they are. That's why they get paid to work out uh, for hours on upon hours a day. Yeah. What a dream. <laughs> Naughty. Oh, my God. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Some could people. You, I wouldn't mind you, it. Could you imagine they got to work out for six hours just to, just to keep up every day? Oh, that'd be awful. That's a lot. It's got to be a short lifespan, or not lifespan, but a short Life, career. Short career. The yeah. life cycle career of that career is, is pretty short, like, right? The, the burnout's got to be pretty high. Yeah. And that's and that's and you see that happening. I mean, it's not what we're talking about today. But you see that happening, you yeah. know, as as CrossFit athletes go, as they do, they burn out. Like, they've got a two, three-year, right. four-year window, and then they're like, eh, they're not they're not that good anymore. Yeah. And they kind of fade, they fade off because it's, you know, 24-7, you're worried about, okay, I my training like, mm-hmm. am I getting the appropriate amount of training in this week, this day, this month, this year? How's my sleep? Is my recovery good? Am I sleeping well? Am I eating the way I need to eat? Am I fueling everything? What, you know, one night out now that I slept in past my normal time and now my training regimen's off for that day and everything's screwed and I'm a little tired for three days that I that I just lose three days of productivity, Yeah, you know, and it, that weighs on your brain. You know, okay, I've got to go out of town. Okay, i got to find a gym. i got to find a gym that's going to let me do what I want. i got to go... Oh crap! Now we got to go travel over here. Do I need to take stuff with me? Do I bring my own food? Do I, you know? Well, I think that's why the majority of them don't go anywhere. Yeah. They're literally locked in. They just don't go anywhere. Yeah, they're locked in to where they are, and this you're staying there, stay put till the the games come. Yep. And, they, and then you get a month off and start yeah. all over again. Yeah, it's like hey, you had two <laughs> weeks off. <laughs> See you in the gym on yeah, Monday. Right back at it. All right. Cool. So programming. Back to that. It's you know, and I could probably talk about programming go down that rabbit hole. You probably guys are already all bored with this already, but knowing the biggest thing for, for your coach or your programmer putting his stuff together is knowing the intended stimulus for the big picture, mm-hmm. right? What do we want to accomplish in, you know, the next three months, right? And then off that, then it's bringing back down to the day, to the hour kind of thing yeah. to the week, to the day, to the hour. And then how can I, and then how can, does that translate into each individual person? Yeah. Right. That's the, that's the beauty behind it. That's the tricky part. That's what, you know, that's what your coaches are there for, right? Is, yeah. you know, all of our coaches, for example, know, they know what the stimulus is for the workout. They know what the time domain should be. They know that, Hey, we want everybody to finish this workout, you know, let's make up stupid workout here. So let's say we're doing four rounds for time. It's 20 push ups, 20 pull-ups, 20 box jumps, right? Body weight workout, nothing to it. We know that going into that, there's a, you know, we, I want, say, I want everybody to finish that workout in, we'll call it seven minutes. All right. Seven minutes is the gym. So if I say my average athlete finished seven minutes, we'd probably go nine and five, mm-hmm. right? On two minutes on either side of that. Yeah. So five to nine minutes is where you want everybody to fall. I know they're getting 60 reps of each movement in, right? I know that right. 60 reps of push-ups. I know that it, for my low end of that, those are going to get really tough, right? 10, 10 push-ups in start getting tougher people. 30 push-ups in is going to get really tough, right? And then trying to finish that out in big sets, you know, going into pull-ups, 
your high end people that are finishing fast are doing 20 unbroken every time lower end, they're not right. And it's figuring out what that looks like. Same with the box jumps, right? It's like people that are good at box jumps, no big deal flying through that. Yeah. Not great at box jumps. Okay. Now we're doing step ups Mm -hmm. or we're doing whatever we're confident in to do at that point. How does that look like? Are they keeping pace on that? Is it, or is that, you know, slowing them down? Where's the, where's the brakes getting put on? Are they stopping too much? How do we keep them from stopping that much? How can we keep the intensity level up? So they're moving from one movement to the next and not doing five pushups and hanging out for, you know, a minute trying to recover. Right. Right. And I think that's a, a big piece of that is like during the workout, like if we come over to you and like, Hey, let's, knock this down by five reps or knock it down by 10 reps. It's like, because we want, we see that, you know, maybe that movement is kind of slowing you down a little bit and we want you to keep that required, that stimulus that we're looking for. So by doing that, we're, you know, trying to keep you on that same level, basically, you know, we don't want you just standing there looking at the box or whatever. We want you to keep moving. I've actually heard though from people in the gym and I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but I've heard from people more than one person in the gym Mm -hmm. that, they feel like when Coach Kent modifies their workout, it's mm-hmm. because he doesn't like them. I mean, it's I, it's like it maybe it's more of a personal <laughs> vendetta than it is. You know, you care about them. Never really been considered a people person. So who knows? <laughs> don't but like I don't like people. While I'm here, I'm all for the people. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're we're here for you. I mean, like we're not there's we're not trying to take away reps out of your workout so you can do to have you do less. Yeah. Like that's not the the issue. The issue is we want to keep the intensity up and by keeping the intensity up, we might need to change the way we're going at it. Yeah. And that might be change the movement, it might be lower some reps, it might be cut out around, it might be there's all sorts of things it can be. Yeah, for sure. But, but that doesn't mean stop, slow down, right. failure, any of those things. It just means to keep we keep you on pace to get the what we want you to get out of the workout. Right. It's like gonna, if there's a 400 meter run, I think that's like a, a one of the big ones we see a lot. It's like 400 meter run. You'll see people they'll kind of go out, they'll walk like half of it. It's like, hey, this time 200 meter run, run the entire thing. Right. You know, and so you're getting a higher intensity from running the 200 versus, hey, you spent two minutes walking for the 400. You come back in, your heart rate's back down to like 90 beats per minute or something. Like that's not the stimulus that we're looking for. So yeah. by shorten it up, you know, we keep that intensity level. Yeah. If you go out on a 400 meter run and it takes you four minutes, you essentially took a four minute rest. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what you're doing out there? Yeah. I don't know what you're doing out there. Right. So, you know, in the difference between a three and a half minute, four minute, 400 and a minute and a half, 400 is a lot. Yeah. That's a right? huge, it's like, huge. you know, in, we'd rather see that be a 200 or a 100 or whatever, but rather see you working hard during that time. It doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean you went outside, took a nap and came back in. Like right. we're not, that's not a spot in the workout where we're like, Hey, rest, right. This is rest. It's yeah. You know, this is, we're doing this for time guys. This is, yeah. Let's, let's keep moving. Yeah. Like right foot, left foot until you're done. Yeah. And I mean, that could be applied to even like if you can't do pull-ups, say someone's working hard or hitting, you know, 20 unbroken pull-ups. Well, we can make ring rows hard too. walk those feet in, you know, get inverted. I mean, it can be challenging. It's almost a longer movement when you're all going all the way down the full extension and then in your ring or your chest all the way up to the rings. Like the ring rows are hard as shit. They can be a very challenging movement. So don't think that just because you're doing ring rows and someone else is doing pull-ups, like you're not getting as good of a workout or a stimulus. Yeah. Ring rows are hard. Um, that, you know, that gets, that gets into, don't fall into the, the RX trap. Like I'm doing pull-ups. Why are you doing pull-ups? Like I right. need you, I need you to, Hey, let's do jumping pull-ups. Describe a band. Let's do some ringers. Well, I'm doing RX. I want to do RX. 
It's like, well, that's your own ego telling you to do RX. It's not right. listening to the coach who's telling you what you should actually do to get better, yeah. right, and get more fit. You're just trying to fight through pull-ups, and then by you fighting through your pull-ups, you know, sub in whatever movement you want here. Yeah. But you fighting through your pull-ups is you just did a set of 20 pull-ups, but it took you three minutes. Right. So you took a movement that should probably take about 30 seconds, and you stood around for two and a half minutes mm-hmm. doing jack shit nothing. Like this, like literally nothing. Chalking up, wiping sweat, getting a drink of water, going to the bathroom. Yeah, just FYI, standing around is not working out. <laughs> it kind of is, but it's not, yeah. right? So find that, you know, we want to keep that stimulus going, keep while you're able to do that stuff and get it going. During the strength portion, when we give you time to rest and we give you time to recover, that's when you stand around and do nothing. Yeah. That's when it's, hey, I'm hitting squats, and I know it says 10 by 3 or 3 by 10, should probably be taking about three minutes rest in between each set. If coach gives us, you know, 20 minutes to get through three by 10 and I'm done in six minutes. Right. I probably didn't do what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And usually we are giving you guys, you know, a, a time reference for how much rest you should be taking, especially during your strength, obviously. Yeah. Like, and if you have a question, obviously ask us if you yeah. don't know how long you should be resting. Yeah. And like a good three by 10 is building up almost to your set of 10, your first set of 10 probably doesn't even count. Right. <laughs> You've probably done set, 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 four or five sets to get there. And it might not mm-hmm. be 10 reps. And then you hit a set of 10. You're like, oh, that was pretty challenging. Boom. That's your starting set. Right. Next, Start counting your next one. Yeah. Kind of thing. Versus like empty barbell, set of 10, boom, one. Yeah. 95, two. Yeah. You know, 135, three. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah. And your last set was like, okay, not bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Depending on what we're doing that day. If we're doing percentage work, then it's laid out different. But you get the idea. Right. I agree. <laughs> it's, it's always fun. You know, we, we put these things up and it's like, Hey, you know, you, we put a lot of time, energy and effort into programming a good strength piece. And it's like, well, I finished it already. You're like, what do you mean you finished it already? I did this yesterday. Oh, I, I, I barely could finish this in time. And it's like, I feel like we could put warm up sets in there. Like we could prescribe you guys warm up sets, but it's like every person's going to be a little bit different. Like some people, they may only need like two or three sets to really build up to a good starting weight. Me, for instance, I need like five. Like I'm, I'm like an oven man. It takes me a while to get warmed up. Um, so I'm gonna take a lot of warm up sets. But I'm gonna be, you know, um, pretty efficient with my warm up sets. Like I'm not gonna take a lot of time between those sets. I'm gonna move pretty quickly, get warmed up. Then when I get to my working sets, I will take you know that required rest, that 90 seconds or two minutes in between my working sets. Right. You know, so I think that's another way that they could go about it. Is just, you know, be. Uh, purposeful i guess when you're going through your warm-up sets don't just kind of shoot the shit too much you know chit-chatting it up oh man there's only like four minutes left let me bang out a working set and then yeah. you'll do like one or two working sets yeah yeah well, now that's the other side of that is you can you can do absolutely nothing yeah too and take the entire time to do it right right so kind of pay attention to that um i guess the moral of the story today is if we were to wrap it up is mm-hmm. your coaches have there's intention to your workout. It's not just yeah. We're just not throwing things against the wall to see what sticks. Throwing it there to see what sticks, and hey, we hope hope this happens. And it's not hey, how much can we make it suck today? Right, right. That's not really the intention. Um, you know, some days it seems that way. It's like <laughs> they threw, they put everything in this workout that I hate. And those are the ones you should be doing. That's those are the days you should be there. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's uh, overhead squat day, then you can you know you can take a day off then. But. <laughs> Look forward to those guys. For those overhead squat days. The yeah, so know there's intention. Know that a lot of effort 
goes into this programming and kind of looking at all the different angles and the intended stimulus behind, you know, essentially every rep you're doing could go into also, we'll use it. We'll use this one for another day. We also really go into your warmups and the reps that are done in your warmup and how those reps can help you and not just, they're not there just to skip and not pay attention to and right. show up, you know, not do. The workout is directly correlated to the workouts you're going to do. Yeah. They're direct. They're actually extra bonus reps you get that right. get you better at what you're doing. If you think yourself, think Prime your way through them movement. and actually do them and not just not do them. Um, cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't bore everybody to tears with that one. I think this would be a good one that when, if we do have people actually listen to it, like some, maybe some good questions that could come out of this yeah, about guys, programming and stuff. Yeah. Guys, if you, uh, you have any questions like about programming, why we do what we do, how we do whatever firemen, you know, I, we always post this on the Facebook group or whatever. So fire them on the Facebook group, yeah. fire them, shoot us a text message, whatever, however you want to reach out, respond on back on Instagram, whoever. Yeah. How and, many, how many of you guys are excited for overhead squats and are really just dying to get them in there? Just no. let us why, know. Why don't we do more sprints on the bike? You know, things like that. Oh, now that we have five bikes, be prepared for more bike workouts. Yep. All right. So see you guys out there. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, follow, share, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace out.